0: That kind of nerd Let's start the show With comics, movies, and technology Here we go Bringing you the segments that you're looking for Like Cape Talk screens, a stream, tech
1: perspective, and more Cast this nerd One of that kind of nerds podcast, a show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I'm Josh Burns, joined by CJ Mellon and Brian Thornton.
0: I have a seltzer standing by for my terrible
2: throat.
1: <laughs> CJ, I has, even like
2: how you introduce
1: me. CJ has a cold apparently, and and uh, and and is incapable of moderating. So you you fools are stuck with me this week. I will be. Uh, I'll be at the helm. Uh, which probably means this will be a giant shit show. It's gonna be the best ever. <laughs> I'm so w- excited. Watch, it's
0: gonna be better. It's gonna be better than me it's, doing it. I, gotta, I, fucking, I, uh-huh. I listen to CJ all the goddamn time. I don't I don't want yeah, to listen to Yeah, I barely get by with this thing. I got foggy
1: brain today.
2: You are the Barry White of this podcast, man. I, I just, oh those those that
1: tone of voice is <laughs> yeah. just perfect. That's, that's what it is. Well listen, we have we have uh, a ton of a ton of varied topics to go through today, but we're going to start with our segment called screen to stream and Netflix signs a near $400 million deal for knives out two and three. Am I reading this right? Yes. Yes, you are
2: Josh. And I, for one am excited. I enjoyed knives out. I think we all enjoyed knives you, out. Did we not? Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 But was- Did CJ just go, Meh? you're the worst. You're even worse when you're not feeling well. I I went meh. I did you not know.
0: enjoy, I did not enjoy Knives Out as much as everybody else did. <laughs> you are the worst, Burr. This this was not my movie. I, All right, tell I me why I enjoyed it. Tell me why. Tell me why. Um. No. <laughs> oh man, you're still the worst. Uh, I know I am. I, I I just I don't know. I I, I felt like I got a this is pe- it's for petty oh. reasons It don't really matter. I felt like I got a bait and switch on the movie. And uh, I, I just I didn't enjoy the ride that we got taken on. So, OK, yeah, that was it. You so, didn't surprise, enjoy surprise. Craig's character. I didn't enjoy Ryan Johnson subverting my expectations. Oh, my God. Surprise. That's that. But that's what he does. And I should have known better as as a as an audience member. You didn't enjoy Daniel Craig's character.
1: Daniel Craig has foghorn leghorn. No, I didn't. Foghorn leghorn.
0: No, I did not <laughs> enjoy. I thought he was great. I did, and I didn't enjoy the the girl who throws up when she lies. Like I thought that was stupid. Oh, she's great too. And this could
2: be a whole like Pink Panther esque series. Jamie Lee
0: Curtis not pitching any yogurt to me. I mean, I just I just feel like a a waste (laughs) of (laughs) opportunity. Well, you know what? You should watch the new Halloween movie. I hear it's very yogurt heavy. That's good. It it was a fine movie, but I did not enjoy the way everybody else did. I, I I do not need a second and third. Foghorn Lake mystery I, drama. I
1: think my kids have watched it about a hundred times. Your they, kids have they, this movie? Oh, they love it.
2: They absolutely love it. Because lo- it's good. Your kids have good taste.
1: Yeah, they love it. Um I look, I thought it was incredibly well done for what it I don't like. I guess I just don't see what you're spending two hundred million per on. Like it's The cast. No. Oh, well, okay, but like not based on the first movie, right? I mean the first movie had a pretty stacked cast. It, well, it's Jamie no. Lee Curtis,
2: Christopher Plummer, Chris Evans, Anna De Armas, like
1: right. So right. so all so big ticket people. Daniel Craig and and Chris Evans, yes. And Don Johnson. Um, but like I'm the, not saying he's big ticket. I'm just the, saying the he rest was in of them it. are not big ticket anymore. Uh and Anna DeArmas never Shannon's was. Michael Shannon's still pretty at, good.
2: Anna Diarmas is on the rise. She
1: at, absolutely at is. At
0: the time of that movie, though, Jamie Lee Curtis was kind of having a renaissance again because uh, Halloween was already in in the works and stuff like that. So I know she she cost a pretty penny.
1: I like I like the other I like the other who's the other like the other female. She was the the weird one. The oh uh, she I can't remember her name. By the way, She's, the weird
0: one doesn't nail down any character. No, in the I know Johnson exactly movie.
2: who you're talking about. Let me look it up because I feel bad cuz I don't remember her name. She was on Big Bang. She was on. But he,
0: Josh, I, I'm with you on this on the money part, right? The first film cost 40 million dollars.
1: Right. And and kind of that's where I'm that's where I'm at with it is I don't understand uh how they could go from like Tony Collette is and I can't believe I couldn't remember her name. Um Tony Collette I think is bigger at this point than any of the other females that were in that first one. Oh, that's
2: right. not the weird one I was thinking of. But okay.
1: All right. Well, um, she her character was weird. She was she was hip, hippy, yeah. gippy She was weird. OK, she always she's always juicing things. So here's the thing,
0: though, as we look for as we as we watch the knives out two and three. Uh, Josh has usual eloquently put it out in our chat. The only thing we have to look for is who's using the Android <laughs> phone and the mystery <laughs> is solved. Who doesn't have an Apple device? Because Apple won't allow villains to use their products.
2: Yeah, I think, I'm sure a smart filmmaker like Ryan Johnson knows that he said that in an interview. So, I doubt that'll be the thing. That's not
1: going to be a thing anymore. Uh, look, I I thought this was impossible to figure out just watching it.
2: I I loved the first one, but and and I loved the character and I I am all about giving more stories. You know, there like back in the 90s like there was like a mystery show or movie or like like kiss the girls and along came a spider. And like, it was all the time. Like I miss those movies. And this was a, a nice return to form to those movies. Um, and you know what? 200 mil. I, you, you know what? Maybe it all doesn't go to the cast, but maybe they do more locations. Maybe they do more exotic, like, you know, murder on the Orient express type yeah. location. And, and listen, I'm,
1: I'm with you. I love the way the story, um, the story unfolded because it wasn't like the, the whodunit has gone away. Right. I mean, that type right. of movie has gone away. And the only time you get a whodunit, it's got a thriller slash horror feel. Um, So I, I'm, I agree. I really like bringing this style of movie back, but I also really liked that. It was a closed set. You know what I mean? It was, it was really one main location. And then maybe what, two, two or three satellite locations they did in this movie. Sure. Sure. I mean, to go 10 X Brian, that's a big jump and like a lot of room to screw up. Uh, I mean, yes,
2: but also, I mean, if Netflix has got the money and I get to watch it for free and (laughs) like, you know what, you I mean, there's always like, there's room to screw up for a $4 movie. Like it's, it's, I, I don't know. I just don't, See this as too much money to spend on a viable franchise. I see this as a, a as a wise investment on Netflix' part.
1: All right, well, I, I I'm not going to argue wise investment. Um, but speaking of screwing up, CW is going to have a live action Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> That's a, that was a segue segway worthy of CJ. Are so much better. <laughs> God
0: damn, I'm watching out for my job security on this now. You guys never needed me to begin with. My wife had sent me the synopsis for this. Uh, I,
2: yes, I, I, I read the synopsis okay. as well.
0: Uh, starring, uh, so the adventures of uh, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup, who used to be America's pint-sized superheroes, and now they're delusional, uh, I'm sorry, they're disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood also to crime-fightings. True. Uh, will they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever? <clears throat> so they, they, they used to be kids. They felt like they lost their kid their childhood because they had to fight crime and you know they're they're kind of a little bit of a dick and you know now they have to go
1: fight crime again. Donald Faison's Professor Utonium. So yeah, sure, okay. Did you guys uh, did you guys enjoy the the Fairly Odd Parents show?
2: Yes, the cartoon. The cartoon. The cartoon. Yes.
1: yes, right. Very good cartoon. And and by Love the that. way, I I like I like Powerpuff Girls. We we watched when the kids were young. We watched Powerpuff Girls, but the Fairly Odd Parents movie, no. Like the, the grow up Timmy Turner movie. Nope. It Wait, was, was not. A, there was a happening. live action. There was yeah. a live action. Fairly, Fairly Odd parents movie.
2: Yep. There's another one coming. So. And, and there's oh a yeah,
1: it, it was not it was not good. No. Um, and so like I have I have serious issues with making this franchise live action. Like I wouldn't want to watch Dexter's Laboratory or Phineas and Ferb live action either. I think they're so good as an animated series.
2: Yeah, it's it's not even just live action for me. It, it is the concept. So, so what, we're going to take this, I don't want to say innocent, but, like, nice, like, cartoon about children's superheroes, and we're going to make them cynical and angry and hate everything because they lost their childhood?
1: I, I don't know if I'm really on board for that. It's, and how do you do it without ruining the wholesomeness of the original Right.
2: Well, it's the Riverdale formula that has worked so well for CW because Riverdale is good and is successful. Um, let's take these, you know, young teenager characters. Let's age them up a little bit and make them, you know, angsty and dark and gritty. And you know, that's that's the Riverdale formula.
0: Brian, um, I'm glad you said the words "dark and gritty" because I just looked up April twentieth, twenty fifteen, is when our episode "Dark and Gritty" came out, and this exactly full circle. What we're doing, just dark and gritty, dark and gritty. Find a property, make it dark and gritty, dark and gritty, and the CW will
2: put it on TV. I'm sorry, CJ, you're sick. You shouldn't be talking. <laughs> I mean, I, I could say that just in general because you should never be talking. That's very but true. um, that's that's a, a nice little little factoid. Thank you. You're like the pop up video of this podcast.
1: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> and if you laughed at that, you're showing your age. <laughs>
1: love me some vh1 so when is this uh like it's filming now
2: so i'm assuming it's gonna be ready for the 2022 fall season not 2022 i'm sorry 2021
0: assuming production doesn't shut down because of something stupid
2: and you know what you know i know i just kind of ragged on it but i'll give it a try who knows maybe maybe it'll turn out to be something interesting I just don't want it to be Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup like all screaming at each other like, we never had a childhood. Oh, my goodness. And like then like they hate their dad and like I don't I don't want that. You from, know?
0: The, from the set photo too, it looks like that Professor uh, Utonium is uh, married to the uh, the mayor's assistant also. I forget her name. The who? The the mayor's secretary? Miss Vellum. Vellum. Miss Vellum. Miss Vellum. Remember the okay. redheaded woman that they never showed her face?
2: That they never showed her face. So, are we going to get to see her face in this?
0: Well, it looks like it. She's standing right next to Donald Faison.
2: All, All
1: right. Well, so we have photo. we yeah. have what? Somebody from um, Agents of Shield. We have Liv and Maddie. And who's the?
2: I, I believe the the one playing Blossom from Agents of Shield. I believe her name is Chloe Bennett.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We have her, and we have Liv and Maddie as Blossom and Bubbles, and Buttercup is somebody I've never heard of
0: ever. Mojo Jojo will be the CW's uh, flash budget for King Shark. Uh, Will appear once every three episodes, if needed.
2: That's fine. Mojo Jojo. That's the other thing. Like, all of their villains were very, like, uh, like, uh, they were cartoony for a reason, right? You had a talking monkey. You had the devil, like... All that's gonna like involve like CGI. Like I don't know how much they're gonna throw at this. I'd love to see the the woke
0: CW's take on him. The man started to only use pronouns at at one point. I love to see what they're gonna do with him. Right.
1: All right. The voice of the voice of SpongeBob is gonna narrate. <laughs> not. I mean, oh, not C. obviously oh, not SpongeBob, yeah. but Tom Tom Kenny Tom, Tom Kenny. Kenny is gonna narrate Powerpuff. Right on. I, all right. Well, I mean, go nuts. I not not. I'm not likely to watch. All right, CJ, are you watching this?
0: I owe Donald Faison a lot of joy in my life, so yes, I have to pay his residual checks. Right. For
1: Contractually this. obligated, Brian.
2: Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm not. I mean, I may not stick with it, but I'll definitely check it out.
1: Okay. All right. Well, moving on to other things I hate: Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is uh, we we we've gotten it's a trailer for it. The, just the tight. Tight segways. Segways oh. are on point, man. I'm really worried. Yeah. So uh, listen, I this I got to take a back seat on this because I am. I don't understand how you're going to make a movie with a guy who loses more championships than he wins. And I'm just going to say he probably is never getting his son back based on his professional career. But you know, go ahead, guys.
2: I, I I'm sorry, Josh. Do you not want to slam? I don't. Cause you cause you could come to the jam. I, I could. will teach
1: you to slam. I know. I know, um, but if Michael Jordan's not there, I probably don't want to don't want to be involved. See, Michael Jordan is not exclusive for slamming. You can slam at the jam all you
2: want, whenever you want. So <laughs> Warner Brothers opened up the fucking floodgates with
0: flooding this with IP, right? Like everything that they possibly own
1: is there, including some things that should not be in there. Yeah. Clockwork Orange has no business being in Space Jam.
2: They didn't. Just, this, this isn't just, hey, here's all of our IP I love this because it is truly Space Jam at what it was at its core, which is just just commercial advertising bullshit. This is a hour and a half advertisement for HBO Max, and I love it. They're in the server verse. This is going. To, this takes place in the HBO Max servers. Which
0: means if you think about this, if you really want to get crazy on this, Josh and and, and Brian, if they're in the servers of Warner Brothers and they're doing Space Jam, that means that Space Jam is in
2: the Warner Brothers servers. So do we get another Michael Jordan in there? Maybe do we get young Michael Jordan in it? Do we get a Michael Jordan in
0: a in a Bill Murray cameo? yeah do do we get I, I i'm sure bill you call that hotline and bill murray oh, maybe yeah I, doubt,
2: yeah I doubt bill murray listened to his voicemail like oh yeah i totally got time for this <laughs> <laughs> I, I i mean I, I i don't know how they got him for the first one they probably got him for the first one because of like you know michael jordan will sign something for you like I, I don't i don't see him coming back
0: yeah so i i but i i, I they, they, the door is open for Michael Jordan to make a, a cameo, even if it's a cartoon Michael Jordan, because that happened once uh, to do. I I don't know. This, listen, I watched this trailer and I was like, God, this looks terrible. Yes. And I can't wait to watch it. Oh, that's what's so good about Space Jam. That's because you want to hate it.
2: But it's so it's so bad it becomes <laughs> good again. No, I, I need you all to understand. A, I'm excited for this film as whatever bad things I have said or will say about this movie. I am I am excited to see this film for pure nostalgia reasons. Mm -hmm. I played this trailer for my wife, my wife. And this is just how perfect she is just as a human being, not just how how perfect she is for me because we watched it. And like, she doesn't, she never says these words to me, but she says to me, can we go to the theater to see this? And I was like, yes, we can. She is
1: just as excited as I am. <laughs> that sounds like a wasted, it's a wasted afternoon is what that is.
2: Sounds fantastic.
0: You're telling me, now listen, Josh, I know your kids are are mini-used at some point, but they also have your streak of rebellion. You're
2: Ooh, telling me they're yes.
0: not going to to say, hey, dad, I'm going to go watch Space Jam. And, and you're not going to sit down and fall asleep
1: while it's on? Like, you're not, this is going to be in your house and you're going to avoid it? I don't. I mean, if they if they want to watch it, great. They there's there's a whole now that the basement's finished. There's a whole lot of different TVs they can watch it on. Um, and I can not watch it. You know what I mean? I can be in another room and watching baseball. <laughs> you know, or 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 documentaries about World War II because that's what I do now. That's, that's what dads do. Oh my that's god, right. you reached that's that pedantic point. point. I'm, right. I'm a dad. Yeah.
0: I just want you to know there's no game show or World War two quiz coming, but you're preparing like there is one, and I don't <laughs> know right. why. But I have to figure out a way now to make this part of the to make this a
2: podcast requirement. So One you have day, to watch it. war of the worlds will happen, and the only thing that will save us is knowledge of World War II. It
0: was like the ghost of Alex, Alex Trebek comes back, and he goes, "I'm just going to nuke the world." But Josh Burns, can you tell me about World War II a little bit? That's right. And just see how far you can get. All right. That's right. Uh, but listen, dude, Space Jam. Like, I would, be- I bet, I make you bet the listeners listening to this show love Space Jam. I don't think we're going to get any of them with bad
1: mouthing Space Jam. Not a single one. Well, I, I hope I hope uh, hope you enjoy it very much and and watching uh, either on HBO Max or in the theater. Uh, if you're going to watch it on HBO Max, you may also enjoy what Brian has called uh, "Die Hard in a Burning Forest." I did call it that, and, and it is. Uh, this uh, Angelina Jolie movie, "Those Who Wish Me Dead," uh, where I believe the premise is she makes the mistake and she reads the winds wrong, and her whole like. Her whole firefighting ruins department. Her career. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gets killed and she's her career is in shambles. But now there's a child running through a forest and she's got to save him. And somehow the forest gets lit on fire.
0: It's the one line from Indiana Jones where he goes, It had to be snakes. Right. And it's that, <laughs> but fire. It right. just, if she could do this, no problem. But there had to be fire. Right. Even though she's just a firefighter and does not have the skills to battle people with
1: automatic weapons. But sure, right, and she's and she's up against Littlefinger and uh, and 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 who? He, Nicholas Holt played B. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So and no, I don't. I don't see how she makes it out of this alive. But you that's know. the thing. She's not I, that And that is my that is my bet. Just she doesn't make this out
0: out of this alive. she's so racked with the guilt of having all those firefighters die and misreading the stuff that she eventually takes down the villains and sacrifices herself through misdirecting them through fire and saves the kid now the kid's in the
1: middle of nowhere with no help yeah and and he's got john
0: And he just exactly the john Berenthal comes in to save the
2: day but three people burn in a fire
1: Uh, yeah i forgot john bernthal was in it
2: listen and and as such you are also contractually i am i am contractually
1: obligated now that now that i've been reminded john bernthal's in the movie i have to watch it I do want
2: to explain my diehard in a burning forest comment. And I'm just going to say that any situation where insert person here is fighting against terrorists or bank robbers or um, what have you bad dudes in a, in a secluded location where no help is coming, that's diehard um, in whatever.
1: All right. I like, it doesn't seem, I understand what you're saying. Um, but that seems much more a Steven Seagal thing than a Die Hard thing. Like, Die Hard, there's a much better story, right? You're talking about Under Siege is not Die Hard on a boat. It kind of is. It's not. It's not. But it kind of is. It's not because we don't know anything about the character other than he's a loner. He, You know, blah, 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 blah. She has whatever training she has. But, like, there's no family story. She's she's not fighting to protect her, her, She's fighting uh, to protect this child, but not, but not her child, and not her wife, who's been taken hostage by Hans Gruber. Right? It's not. It's just not Die Hard. It's it's aye, it's It's Fire Down Below. It's under siege. So i I watched
0: this trailer with my wife. Right? I didn't. I, I so I didn't watch this alone. And I said, okay, I need Ron's opinion on this. Is this garbage or is this good? <laughs> right? Like, what is this? And I, I think we both agree, garbage.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look good.
0: This but... this is a pass.
1: Is it free? Is it free to stream? It's yeah. It's HBO Max. Okay, cool. I'll watch it. Right. Why not? I'll give it a shot.
2: I I watched Justice League at this point. Anything's on the table.
1: All right. segue, Cain. What do you got up your sleeve for this one? So we talked about HBO Max and their their, uh, infinite wisdom, creating things that are one big cash grab in advertising, right? Netflix is doing the same thing with rights to Sony movies, including upcoming Spider-Man films, saying, please don't leave we have new things for you. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, though. It's not even just new things. It's like we
2: have some IP now. That's like, right, because like right. they lost everything. We the, have something dawn, to offer, right? With the dawn of, of Disney Plus and HBO Max, they have they have nothing. You know what Netflix has? They have the market on cheesy romantic comedies, and that's that's it right now. Especially with the fact that like everything got put on hold, like no stranger things until probably in another year or so. Um, and then after stranger things is done, then what, what's their next big show where they don't have it. So like they're grasping, they're grasping for something to keep people from saying, why am I paying $18 a month for this? When everything that I could possibly want is on Disney plus and HBO max, you know? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think there, I think there's still a good deal of content on Netflix. I think especially, uh when it when it comes to like document documentary series things like that um netflix has an amazing amount of content um as well as um what did i just start watching oh american horror story and i'm hooked i'm absolutely hooked that's a show i've been meaning to get into and uh, uh I so I I went you know seasons one, two, three, and then I got to four and I went, nope. For like first five minutes of season four, there's like a creepy killer clown? Nope. Say, I'm, it's the circus nice. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. And I went directly into season five. So it's a, it's a, it's a really great show. And I, I think one of the things that Netflix, uh, even though it's not a Netflix original does well is grab things that people want to see. This is stuff that people want to see. People have to have to watch Spider-Man. And since it's not going to be on HBO max, right? I'm really glad you brought that up. Let's look. Let, I, I, and I'm doing this right now. Here's the thing,
2: though. We could talk all day about Spider-Man. We get it. Everybody loves Spider-Man. What else can you tell me that Sony has done that is a huge grab for Netflix for this? Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh,
0: The Lorax movies. I'm trying to think what else was Sony Animation.
2: I'll give you Ghostbusters, and that's all I can think of.
0: Yeah, I think we did this when we talked about what does Sony actually have. The answer was besides James Bond, not a lot. Uncharted, Men in Black. They also have they also have Jumanji, Jumanji, Men in Black,
2: Body with the Chance of Meatballs, and what else? That's about it, right? Um, I, I mean, Josh did astutely point out that they're coming out with an Uncharted film.
1: Um, but yeah, they have the Olympus movies you love so much, CJ. <laughs> I do love except for the last one. It's <clears throat> such a pile so, of crap. Aren't so they? I'm looking uh, at. I'm looking it, aren't at they, Aren't they Rocky too? Don't not they don't they have the Rocky franchise?
2: I don't believe so, but I'll double check because I'm looking at the box office performance for Sony's over over the past couple years. So like the top earning movies uh, from s- specifically Sony. So in 2019, it was Spider Man: Far From Home, Jumanji: The Next Level, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Men in Black International were the top four, three franchises that we've already mentioned. Um the year before that, Jumanji, Venom, Hotel Transylvania, I guess if they decide to ever make another one. Um
1: Oh, they have uh they have James Bond.
2: Yeah. They have Bond, yeah. When we get a Bond movie what once every 3 or 4 years.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't matter how how often do you get a Spider-Man movie? Once every
2: 2 years. Well, well, no, I get a Spider-Man movie once every 2 years and now with Morbius and Venom, I'm probably getting one once a year. I
1: know, but you're saying that Sony hasn't done much, and I just disagree. I'm saying, I'm saying they don't have a ton of IP. I'm not saying they
2: haven't done much. They do a lot. I'm saying they don't have a ton of IP. In the
1: last 20 years, they have a good deal of series.
2: Resident Evil. I guess that's another thing that, that'll help out, is they're, they're doing the new Resident Evil movies.
1: They have the Terminator. They have Karate Kid. So this is just Netflix getting
0: first pick, though. So if they don't like something, it goes to Crackle or goes to wherever the hell else they want to go but Netflix gets first pick. So what's your, I get your brain up the fact that they don't have a ton of IP. What's, what's the,
2: I guess my point is like, did they just buy Spider-Man? Is that all they're looking to get? Yeah.
0: They don't because they're losing Disney plus content, right? Not water, uh, ABC and and Disney's not giving them shit anymore. We, I think we've all agreed with the, except for the rom-coms, Netflix movies, pretty bad. So at least get some kind of tent pole stuff in there. Put men, no, No, that men in black gets to stay there. I
1: I don't, I, I have not, I have not agreed to that. I have not agreed to that statement. Like, I think the old guard for me, it stands above a lot, all the other action movies they've done, but I thought it was very good. That is a good movie, right? The, the, the old guard in the sense of
0: Netflix movies, it is, it is probably in the top echelon, but. What was that one with Chris Hemsworth? Did Everybody even watch
1: that Extraction? I did Extraction. Extraction. Did you like yeah, it? Was, it? It, was, it was It was
0: fine. It was fine, was fine, right? Again, what? what was the time a Netflix
1: original? And six movie Underground was fine.
0: Blew you away. I didn't see Six Underground. I'd like to though. When was Josh? When was the last time a Netflix original movie blew you away that wasn't a rom com? I, I just said The Old Guard, and that
2: was two years ago. Wait, when when's the last time a rom com blew you away, CJ? always be my maybe blew me away always be my maybe is fantastic all right i'll give you that
0: thank you so i i think this is as much as a win for netflix as it is for sony
2: i'd say it was a bad idea i'm just i'm not saying that you said that either i'm just i'm just confused by like how much content they're gonna get out of this deal that's not spider-man not a lot that's all that's all i'm saying they're not gonna they're not getting a ton of content out of this
1: yeah it's a five-year deal um would be worth several hundred million annually and more than a billion over the course of the agreement. So does this mean the end for things like Stars and Encore? I haven't watched. I can't tell you the last time I watched Stars. although I'm saying like Stars had some good shows. They just need to move them to another service at this point. Like maybe, I don't know, let's say Netflix. Yeah, again, I'd be fine with that. I don't I don't care. Well, I don't care if it's Netflix or Hulu or I, I don't care if HBO acquires them. I don't. I have I have all these services.
0: I feel like right now, again, I, I, I'll i speak for myself. I haven't been blown away by any Netflix original stuff that isn't, again, documentary rom-com comedy, right? That I would be way okay of them gobbling up another company like Stars or Encore or whatever it, Sony's thing is because they're not doing their own streaming service besides Crackle. And then just being the place that I go to to do that, right? We just gobble it up and become the, the Amazon conglomerate of streaming and then Kill off these other things that nobody uses. So, uh, good, good luck to Netflix. I, I wish you all the best.
1: Well, listener, now's the time of the show where we like to check out what's going on in the world of comic books. How's it affecting the internet? How's it affecting you and me? Most importantly, how's it affecting Brian? It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Probably the most exciting things that we've seen this week are a few trailers. We want to talk about first the Black Widow trailer. Which was kinda of, it was pretty sick, even though like uh, sheriff dumpster Fire looks like an idiot in this in this trailer um I think the trailer was still pretty sick. I love how much of an idiot it looks like in this trailer it's great.
0: I like the way they set up this trailer a little bit, which was like you don't know like you know my you know my future, but you don't like you don't know my past kind of thing, and they showed the clip of her throughout. Uh, you know Avengers and Iron Man and and then of course the the, the falling off the cliff in uh in, in Endgame uh and then kind of tying it back to this this old this old story which looks like basically the last thing she did before Endgame and, and Infinity War kind of started. Uh and Florence Pugh, I I love her. She's fantastic. I yeah she's really good. I, I cannot wait for this. And Brian this is when my wife and I looked at each other and said looking at this release date, we'll both be vaccinated. Can we go to the movies, please? Like, I am going to go to a theater. I'm going to go to a theater to watch this.
2: I did that, too. I might actually go to a theater and then also spend $30 on Disney Plus for it, just so I can watch it multiple times.
1: What do you mean spend $30 on Disney Plus? What do you mean?
2: Uh, This is going to be Premiere Access. So Disney Plus has been doing this thing where their their top-tier stuff uh, so far, it's been Mulan, Raya, The Last Dragon, but Cruella and Black Widow will fall under this category. You can stream them on Disney Plus, but you pay a one-time fee, thirty bucks, and you can stream it as much as you want. But it's just the one-time fee. It's called their the Disney Plus Premier Access. All
1: right, so you you pay thirty bucks to unlock it, and then you have it. Right. Well, you don't have it. It's not yours to own. No, I, you, I understand you, you don't own it, on- but it's on your app. Right, and it's not going and you can away. Watch it. Correct you're sure you're sure it's not going away yes
2: because i did this with mulan and and eventually it it, it becomes available for the peasants like six <laughs> months down the line okay but for I'm those not, six months you have it like and you, you can yeah you have it and you can stream it
1: brian is there anything of note in here anything that maybe um the untrained eye might have missed in this trailer um, not in this trailer.
2: I, I I, just think they're trying to reignite some excitement for us since it's been, what, a year and a half since the movie was supposed to be released. So two years since we've gotten the first trailer. Um, No, nothing that I saw. But I, then again, I, I also was not examining it closely. I was too busy. Um jumping for joy because right. i just want to see this And yeah, brian's
0: not new rock stars breaking down all the easter eggs and things that you missed in this
2: yeah I, and i need, and to be quite honest like i don't think there was much in, in the ways of easter eggs in this trailer i i just think it's just you get a little bit more of okay obviously taskmaster's working for the red room you get a little bit of you know cooler action scenes a little bit of the the relationship between her and uh, uh, Yel- yelena um and, and that's it. That's all I want. Like, just give me. I, and like, you know what? I just, I want this movie to end with Florence Pugh officially being in, in like the, the, the bigger picture. Cause I do love her. I think she's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Like joining in, in <clears throat> the future.
2: Yeah. Either, either as a hero or as a villain. Cause I mean, Yelena was not, was right. not the best black widow in the comic books. This better end with her being at the Avengers
0: headquarters afterwards. And then I see her in every movie moving forward, but a man can dream. Um,
1: well, Speaking of generating excitement and also burying the lead, uh, we got a trailer for Loki uh, on Disney Plus, and this looks insane.
2: This looks wonderful. This is where you should be looking for Easter eggs, which I, didn't, I did not. I saw one scene that looked a little funny, but this looks just so much fun. This looks like Marvel's version of Doctor Who.
0: It does. How great is that? That's what this reminded me of. It, it's like Time Cop Doctor Who with Loki.
2: It's, He's gonna be jumping between multiple worlds and timelines.
0: Owen oh, Wilson's gonna cool. say, "Wow!"
2: Like it's it's
1: gonna wow. be a good, wow. They do a, I think they do a really good job uh, of somehow making Loki the funniest character in the Marvel universe. I'm not really sure how or why, um, but he seems to always have some of the funniest shit going on. The whole in the trailer, the whole uh, sign here to confirm this is everything you've ever said. <laughs> right he's this is this is absurd well sign this too right so like he's got he's got some good humor
0: my favorite thing was when Owen wilson sitting with him and goes look i know everything about you right i literally watch you stab people in the back well i promise not to do that anymore <laughs> just right. those little moments and 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 uh he's in a couple his costume choices in this show is a little uh interesting it's not as typical loki it's it's very kind of like earth style loki and there's that one scene of him in some other world. He's wearing like that t-shirt and tie. And it reminded me of Constantine a little bit. I was like, they're going to put him in some fun situations. Like that guy is going to be in weird spots. And there seems to be this dark shadowy, mysterious figure jumping through time and also causing some problems. Uh, it's Mephisto.
2: <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> so it, this trailer gave me a better idea of what this story is going to be. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 excited for it. And Owen Wilson actually looks really good
1: in this, too. So how do they bring? I mean, they're obviously they they're Kevin Feige. God love you. You're bringing all these things together. And I just I wonder how they're all going to connect. And it's it's driving me a little a little crazy. I hope this
0: doesn't impact the MCU too much. Am I crazy in in, in thinking and hoping for that? this really no, is just a what think, if one off story. Another world. No, story? I think
2: if it were a what if one off story, it would be in the what if show that is coming out. I think this show and WandaVision you're going to see show up in Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange Multiverse of Mad- Madness, right. which is
1: when is that slated? There's no um, there's no other reason for Owen Wilson to say you stole the Tesseract and fractured reality. The multiverse. Yeah, right. I mean, so there's no reason for him to point that out if it wasn't going to be a thing later yeah but loki's no, this not is gonna coming come up again back right why couldn't he
2: i'm i'm asking what would make you say that he absolutely could he absolutely should like the look just and just, he's not gonna be tom hiddleston i can't believe wait
0: wait wait, wait wait look. wait 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 wait. roll the tape back on that one what no I'll let josh talk no you can't just drop that and just walk away from it sure I can. loki's yeah. coming back but it's not tom
1: hiddleston sure Go ahead, Josh. You don't think There's, there'd be riots in the street? In a multiverse, it could be anybody. But here's listen, I like I had this conversation with Christian, um, I don't know how long ago, but it was it was well Loki's dead. He <clears throat> he got choked out in Infinity War. I'm like, right, right. Except in Endgame, he stole the Tesseract that Tony and them were coming to get, and he vamoosed, which means theoretically. He was somewhere else when Loki got choked out aboard the Asgardian rescue ship. Like, that Loki wasn't there. So Loki, he's not dead. Now, in a multiverse scenario, he could be whoever, right? I mean, we've seen that in in Spider-Man. Could be whoever. So you're you're
0: telling me, Nicolas Cage is coming back as Loki. That's what what I think. That's basically what Brian was saying. I would love that.
2: I'm telling you, there's going to be a new actor playing Loki moving forward, and she will most likely be a big part of probably Doctor Strange, I would say. Did you get a job in Hollywood and not tell us? What the hell just happened? (laughs) No, I just, I just, is there an NDA floating
0: around, Josh? Do you see anything on his desk? Listen,
2: listen, I've been wrong like 90% of the time. I just sound smart while I'm doing it. I'm just saying, uh, in the comic book, Ragnarok is the end of the Norse gods. And in every single time it's happened, and it's happened at least twice that I can think of, the gods also get reincarnated in different ways. In one version, Loki came back as like a 13-year-old kid. In one version, Loki came back as a woman. I think because Ragnarok is already, you know, half. most of the Asgardians are dead. And whatever is left is not much. I do think you're going to see some of of these old Asgardian characters come back in different ways. Heimdall might come back in a different way, in a different body. And
0: Drizelba is definitely done with that role.
2: There is a scene in this trailer where he is sitting in what seems to be either Eternity... Or um, what's the planet where they got the Soulstorm? Vol- Volmir? Vormir. Vormir. And the speculation is either he is talking to himself in a female form or he's talking to Black Widow. I don't know which one is true. Um, my money's on he's talking to his future self as, as a female. But we'll see. When does this come out? April 5th? Oh, so now I, get your, now I get your
0: Doctor Who reference. Yes. So is that the dark shadowy person that they're hunting down? This Loki
2: variant that they mentioned in the trailer? Quite possibly. Jesus Christ, Brian. Listen, it's a timey-wimey show. I don't have the answers. I I have speculation that this show ends with Tom Hiddleston passing the mantle on to a a new female version of Loki who will either have another season – which I don't know if that's another season of a show that uh, if this show will have another season or she will show up in Dr. Strange. No sword, love and thunder. Totally
1: Possibly. cool with that either way. Yeah. I mean, oh, you've be decorated. I don't like it. <laughs> cool with it either way. And Loki is, it's the best trailer I've seen in a while. Um, a lot of trailers lately, but this one is very good.
2: Then I really don't believe you watched the Space Jam trailer. Then,
0: good God! This is right after Falcon <laughs> Winter Soldier, right? I don't have to wait too long for this.
2: It's right after. This so is this,
0: this is the nice. 5th? This is what I really liked right now about Disney no, Plus it's is July, July fifth. right? Okay, so so pretty pretty close.
2: I'd- so we only have two more episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's going to end by the end of April. So you are going to have to wait a month, two months. Uh,
1: Whoa! There's not another show. There's not another show in between.
2: Not that I know. This is what
0: I liked about Wandavision into Falcon was like, yeah, I waited a, a, like a, a couple of weeks, right? There was
2: there was a week break between Wandavision okay. and, and Falcon,
0: but now it's two months, so all right,
2: I'll, I'll live with that. It's still better than the. Well, year. I mean, in their in their in their defense, the original plan yeah. was to end Falcon Winter Soldier, have Black Widow drop. You would have two months of getting money from Black Widow, and then Loki. Um. And now with the, the decision to push Black Widow to also to Disney Plus as well, they, I'm assuming that's why they had to push back Black Widow to July. So I don't know. Now there's going to be a little bit of overlap. Maybe it would be smart if they pulled pulled up Loki. You shut your mouth. You I'm sh- not Feige.
0: Don't push back. <laughs> I can't anymore make those decisions.
2: Shit. If I don't get a, I didn't say push back, I said
0: pull up, pull forward. Oh, okay, pull, I was gonna say if I don't have a constant flow of Marvel in my bloodstream, I think I shrivel up and die.
2: So like, it you know. it was a year. It hurt. Oh my gosh, it was painful.
1: All right. Well, you're you're about to get some new DC as well. With uh, oh, tell me more. Batman: The Long Halloween Part One, which it looks to be uh, an HBO Max thing, right? Because DC, and it's Warner one Brothers, of their Warner Brothers animation yeah it's warner brothers
2: animation it's one of their straight to blu-ray um and straight to streaming yeah uh concepts and titles like the dark knight returns they did under the red hood killing um killing joke uh also based on you know a well-known comic book that is very steeped in in the batman mythology and this is one of my favorite batman stories i'm not gonna lie this and uh I mean, besides probably like Killing Joke and The Dark Knight Returns, this is usually in like the top five. Um, I'm excited. It's, it looks good. It's part one, which is good. They needed to split this up into two movies because it's, it's dense. Um, but a lot of the stuff that you like about Christopher Nolan's Batman, the uh, very detect well, you know, not very detective, but very like street crime aspect of it, fighting the mob, that's all this. Um, I'll pull pull directly from this book Uh, But what I really love about this story And and most of the time Jeff Loeb writes Batman Is we get to see him actually detect shit As the greatest detective He's actually going to have to think through things And not just punch his way out of stuff And so I'm excited I think this is going to be great I'm going to be watching it as soon as I can
1: We're going to get part one and part two uh, before the end of of 2021, uh, with some voices that are are new to Batman and and to uh, animation at least in in this in this respect, Jensen Ackles as Batman, Troy Baker as Joker, and Troy Baker was the voice of Jason Todd in uh, Arkham Knight in the Arkham Knight video games, and he was Samuel Drake in Uncharted.
2: That's funny because. Jensen Ackles was Jason Todd in Under the Red Hood.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, that I did know. Um, and They're Jack, all just
2: taking a step to the left.
1: <laughs> Jack Quaid will have a role. Josh Dumel as Harvey Dent. Titus Welliver as Carmine Falcone. Um, so, I mean, some some solid voices that you'll recognize and some good actors. I just, you know, I, not, not what I'm going to be, not what I'm used to. This is, I think, also one of the final performances for uh, Naya uh, Rivera, too. Yeah, uh, it is her final away. performance. I, I Kyle, yeah.
0: So let me let me ask a question uh, from the Mall Walkers' perspective here, because unfortunately, that's kind of what I am in this. I do not often indulge in the DC animated uh, stuff that's out there. I know it's you superior. should; it's yep. much
2: better than their live I, action. I stuff. agree.
0: I know this is the superior in every way, and this is just
2: that's late. not an opinion. That's that's fact. Fact. That I, I have, fact.
0: I I have yeah. heard that through the nerd world. I I do believe it. I just unfortunately haven't just given it the time.
2: Well, go to the DC I, hub in your HBO Max.
1: Have you not watched year one? Like, I mean, nope. have you, that's start there.
0: Yeah. So that, that was my question is from the mall Walkers' perspective. Where do you start with, with some of this? Can I just dive right into any this, of or them. do I need? Yeah, you can't,
1: they are. Listen, I mean, any of these are an entire story arc. So you can watch any of them and, and get all the information you need. And you need very little background on the characters. I would tell you always start go to year one. That's I, it's it's one of my favorites. I think it's fucking fantastic. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Um, and then, you know, things like Noel, fantastic. Um, Under the Red Hood. Um, oh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight was fantastic. That was actually really good, like a like a Jack the Ripper story set in the uh the 19th century type deal. CJ, it was very very cool.
0: I just had added Batman Year One of my my streaming list on HBO Max, and that's that's the thing I I think really need, and I I don't think Warner Brothers does a good enough job with really kind of touting how well their DC animation is compared to honestly the live action DCU stuff, because that's a hot garbage mess, and this is like I always have heard. That the DC animation stories are great. I mean, just look at the freaking the original. Batman the Animated Series just whooping ass out of anything that was on TV back yeah, then.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's it's not just these either. Like, y- you need to watch the Flashpoint Paradox. You need to watch the Apocalypse Wars. Like, the, the what they do. The with, Justice
2: League stuff is very good. Justice uh, League
1: Dark with Constantine's fantastic. Justice League Dark. The Constantine film the is The Constantine good. film is excellent. The but City, that's, City that's of the, Demons, right? That City one? of Demons,
2: yes. Yeah. But that's the difference between WB Animation and, and their DC division in there. And the live-action stuff is because WP Animation has Bruce Tim. He is like, got his hands in every single one of these things last time I checked. So he is the Kevin Feige of the animated DC stuff, and that's why they work so well. And they're also based on existing properties. Much like, you know, the Marvel movies, for the most part, especially at the beginning, were based on Marvel stories that you could just pick up a book and get the same story beats out of them. It's the same thing here, and that's why they work so well. DC keeps on trying to reinvent the wheel instead of saying we've got literally 80 years worth of source material that we should be drawing on and and, and just retelling these things in a new, different way. I'm not going to sit here and complain about Snyder and the Snyderverse and all this other bullshit. I did that last episode. My point is, um, Bruce Tim. Like, knows the character. He, he understands it. That's why, from the moment he, you know, he hit the scene with Batman Animated Series, it's why it's so good. Um, and they're built, these movies are built like graphic novels. The, the The idea is that you should be able to just pick up any one of these and enjoy them. And not have to know the 80-year backstory of Batman to be able to enjoy a movie. So, CJ, start with year one. You should. But you should be able to just pick one and watch it and get everything you need out of it. Just like you would a comic book. That's what we need. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> you just provided a very good nerdy service. I said thank you. In in the last bit of superhero, what's coming out that's new, I, I don't know much about this. Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, I saw the trailer. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I don't know anything about the comic brian can you help at all or i cannot it, this is an image comic
2: so i it, it's a mark millar uh image comic i have never read okay um it looks good all i could all i could tell you is what i've seen in the trailer i haven't even read any think pieces on the book or, or anything
1: yeah a, I, I i viewed the trailer as like uh you know it looks it looks like a cool jumping off point it's like uh a passing of the torch thing, right? Like the, here's the, it's the children of the first gen of superheroes taking over. Um, yeah. cool. I just don't know anything about the characters. I got a small, just itty tiny,
0: tiny, uh, a feeling of like the boys kind of thing with like this generation is a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, rock and roll and kick, you know, fuck you middle finger attitude. than the, the old, uh, Donnie and Marie generation, although they seem to have their own fucking issues. But I like this. This, this, the cool, dark and gritty, dark and gritty, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. But this, to me, this read as Netflix's answer to the boys. And I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, I didn't get, I didn't
1: get that out of it.
2: I didn't get that out of it at all. But I mean, I will say Mark, Mark Millar is known for writing dark and gritty, raunchy over the line material for the most part. I mean, we've all seen kick ass. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if it does that. But also remember, friggin' Netflix signed a deal with Millar, like, what? We, we talked about that a year or more ago? Uh, yeah, that's right. Well before the boys hit, hit Amazon. So I don't, I don't see this as Netflix's answer to the boys. I see this as, we spend a ton of money on all this Millar stuff. We better do something with it. Because I haven't seen, this is the first thing I'm seeing out of it uh, and out of that deal. So, and and Millar's got a ton of stuff on the table, so I mean, you know, there's there's probably more to come.
1: So, he's All right, so look, Mark Mark Millar's got um wanted to announce another Kingsman project that's a the TV series, that's going to be a Netflix thing, right? I'm sure,
2: yeah. Uh, um, it's it's got
1: to be. And so obviously the Kingsman, that's that's coming out soon.
2: Yeah, but that's also already spoken for when when Netflix acquired millar stuff i think Kickass and kingsman were off the table because they were already acquired by another movie studio
1: so it'll be uh the next thing i think that we'll see on netflix then is super jupiter's legacy and super crooks um okay super crooks will be an anime adaptation of the mark millar story okay I'm, on, and it does say it does Superman. no no neither have i but it does say netflix original so i'm just i'm just like answering the question what's next cool. That's next. The magic order um, is another image comic. Another five families with magical abilities secretly rid the world of dangerous threats. So that looks to be a new, I don't look, I I'm not, I Netflix animation kind of. Yeah. It's if Netflix, if, if Harry Potter decided to come to the muggle world and be superheroes is what it sounds like. Which um, why wouldn't you do that you I, well yeah I, I would I would totally watch that, and you know what you know what's funny is that the the show Brian, that is um opening my my mind to watching some of these animated shows is invincible because man is that invincible good. is so good it is yeah. really good and i, I like well, I'm I watch that because I christian. know
2: you were very anti animation well, yeah while.
1: but like i so <laughs> I watch that now with christian every week um And then, you know, generally we watch that together on a Thursday and then Friday we have Falcon Winter Soldier, so on and so forth. But like, that is so cute. That's my regimen. I watch Invincible (laughs) Thursday nights and I watch Falcon Winter Soldier in the morning. Yes. So it's look, I'm I'm open minded to a lot more animation because of Invincible. And obviously I I keep those things sort of in a separate category from DC animation because that's always been good. Mm -hmm. So it's just you know food for thought and back to the trailer the trailer for jupiter's legacy was good it just i'm not sure how it'll how it'll land
0: yeah it's a solid trailer it looks like the wig budget could have been improved by like i don't know like a, <laughs> another three hundred dollars of wigs really would have just set don't it apart they,
1: don't they look like don't they look like the characters loki had putting on a play yeah no, yeah <laughs> this was like a,
0: a spirit of halloween like generic superhero costumes uh, and like, oh, you want like a Zeus wig, yeah like here you go, like that'll <laughs> you'll you'll be like a do Santa
2: Claus here,
0: we can't say Zeus, you'll be lightning God, right, like it's um it's a it's a little hokey, but uh you know i'll I'll take it i'll I'll let it happen i I was okay with some of the costuming and Shazam, I'm okay with this, fair enough.
2: Brian, final thoughts? No. Nah, you, you, you got all of the thoughts. They're all mine. They're out there <laughs> for for you to consume and to agree
1: or disagree with as you see fit.
0: These thoughts are solely the thoughts of Brian Thornton, not representative of the uh, other two people that are on this.
1: spot. All right, well – well, listener, that is our show uh, for, for this episode. We thank you for sticking with us through my ridiculous moderation and CJ. This was delightful. Yeah, And CJ's was... uh, sniffling and coughing into your ears. That was awesome. That's been cut um, out. Don't worry. Thank you for that. That's excellent. Josh, on a completely
2: unrelated note, would you like to set up another time where we can just, you know, you and me talk about
0: things? Hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, <laughs> hey, whoa, hey there, whoa, hey. <laughs> whoa,
1: hey there, whoa. I uh, I hey, can't. Whoa. I, I can't I can't I can't moderate on a regular basis. I, it stifles my uh, my ability just to shout whatever the fuck I feel like. So I will I will again uh, thank the listeners for joining us this week and we will see you on the next one. Well, welcome to the club because you were back on a nerd. I transitioned, by the way, to Cape Talk without announcing.
0: I know you did. Don't think I did it mentally noted. If you want to go back now, it's your time to do it.
1: I can put it in post.